0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: As we've been discussing, the days of cheaper fuel and transport are coming to an end. Transporting New Zealand says the government's announcement is a kick in the guts for the transport industry. Transporting New Zealand Chief Executive Nick Leggett joins me now. Good morning to you. Hello, Kerry. Is this the best way to provide the much-needed relief to the greatest number of New Zealanders to continue the tax cut on fuel?
0: Yeah, we we think it is. Yeah. Um, if, if you think about something that the government can effectively do overnight that can impact people, not often just once in their life, but many times over... Road user charges, which of course relate to diesel vehicles, and and fuel excise for for every other vehicle, um, and public transport as well. Actually, um, those are the things that's travel and transport that that, that really uh, I think can can provide relief, particularly you know to to families and businesses that are doing it tough and will continue to do it tough in 2023. Yeah, I'm.
1: I was trying to think of a better way of providing relief to the most number of people, and I can't think of one.
0: No, well, this is it. Like, if you you think about road user charges, uh, yep. which of course impact the the trucking industry that I work for. Yeah. ninety three percent of our freight travels on the back of a truck, and um, what we what we know is that a lot of people obviously have diesel vehicles. So the government chose in April to reduce road user charges by 36%. That provided immediate relief. And just to give you an example, a a, a 50-ton truck that travels Auckland to Wellington pays in total probably about $50,000, $55,000 a year in road user charges if it's travelling 100,000 kilometres. So that you know, for all those people that say that trucks don't pay for their contribution to the roads, trucks pay quite a lot, but they've had a very hefty discount this year. And, uh, you know, around probably $20,000 for, for a lot of vehicles. Now, that comes off, that obviously gives relief to the business, right? And we know we've got supply chain stresses and uh, a shortage of drivers, so that's really important, and, and massive cost increases for most businesses in the transport industry. But, uh, you know, that, that relief... Also goes to the customers of the transport industry, and of course their customers, who are those of us that buy things in the shops. And I'm, you know, thinking about food and yeah. and those other necessities. Now, come the 31st of January, when these road user charges go back on, and overnight a 36% increase, that those those somebody has to meet those additional costs that are coming on. So, is it going to be transport? companies, well yes, there there will be a bit of that obviously, but actually who's it going to really fall to? It's going to fall to to consumers. So, um, you know, I think you ask a very valid and fair question. What's the best way we can give relief? I think these fuel road user charges and public transport, you know, cost relief are the, the very best way because they impact people multiple times and they're immediate. And the Governor said they're not targeted enough, but in actual fact, they're also uh, slapping them all back on in the next three months. A high, it's a highly inflationary measure because people are going to have to be spending more money. Mm. Um, you know, and that, that adds to pressure at a time when we know inflation is already going to be ticking up. Um, despite this sort of rosy kind of view that everything's going to kind of get better next year, this is exactly the sort of measure I think that's going to make things much, much harder in the short to medium term. And it's all very
1: well and good to say people are going to have to pay more for the goods. What if you're on a fixed income? You simply do not have the readies to be able to pay more.
0: Well, this is this is it. I mean, you think, you those figures that were out last week, I mean, groceries have gone up, what, 10, 11 percent. Food has gone up about 10, 11 percent of the last year. If you're on a fixed income, um, that has already hit you. Come the new year, there will be even more pressures because inflation is going up and now we've got this extra cost of transport. So, you know, we've done some calculations for Wellington and it will be similar in Auckland. Um, If you're catching a train from, say, Wellington City to Lower Hutt where you live, uh, you know, return every day, it'll be an extra $1,000 a year when when uh, when the full cost comes back. If you're filling up your car... Every week, an extra 25 cents a litre, you know, that'll be an extra $1,000 a year if you've got a reasonable sized car, or an average sized car. And then not to mention, uh, you're paying for everything that a truck, paying more for everything that a truck, a truck carries in your life, which is most things. Um, there, there are massive pressures coming next year. And we know that unemployment is probably going to grow. We know that incomes are not going to grow in real terms. Um, this is, you know, this is it's it's tough stuff for the whole country.
1: Oh, I just don't know. i you know, like I hate, I hate being a pessimist. I re- it's not in my nature to be pessimistic. But nothing I'm hearing is good news. And it and it's almost you would almost think that if you had to write a handbook on how to produce a recession. And misery, they couldn't have done it any better.
0: I think you're right. Look, I wouldn't call you a pessimist because I, like you, I like to think I'm optimistic. This is just about being realistic. Yeah. And um, we know this stuff is coming. I mean, I the thing about the transport industry, the best measure of real time economic activity, Kerry, is what trucks are doing. That's why they've got that the, the ANZ have got that truckometer, yeah. because you know there's such a lag with so many other stats. Look, I can tell you in real time there are industries in this country that are facing massive, massive challenges. Right, both with the export markets, but also domestic markets, and it's going to slow. It is slowing the country down. And I'm not saying that because I want that to happen. I'm not saying it because I want to be negative and, and and fill your listeners with dread. But we do have to, you know, when you consider what the government have done in the last 24 hours with these, with the support, and in, in fact, you know, in terms of pulling it all. Um, they're acting as though stuff's going to get better. Um, oh. and, and it's so re- it's so reactionary. You know, fuel went down last week and everybody thinks, oh, well, well, you know, the fuel crisis is over. Like this is, we live in volatile times and we actually just have to accept that as the new normal. And we've got to start some, you know, I think just some higher level strategic thinking by the government about, What are the things, as you said right at the start, what are the things that make the most difference to the most people? To me, that should be the principle that uh, all political parties are applying to the situation New Zealand is in. Brilliantly
1: put. Nick, thank you for your time as always. Nick Leggett.